Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, leadership and social issues. We want to engage in ideas and what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, please visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you've listened to my podcast for any uh, number of times, you know I like to end with saying being love, kind, generous, and courageous. And so I want to continue to be an example of that by being generous to my listeners and also new listeners. And so in the next coming weeks, you will get a free audio version of my book, Created in Freedom, subtitled Poverty and Economics. And I'm doing this as I am currently working on my new book, Angst and Hope, a Reflection on Protest, Politics, and Pandemics. And so, wanted to be a blessing, wanted to be generous to my listeners. And so, I hope you would enjoy this audio version of Created in Freedom, Poverty, and Economics. And as always, if you want to support me and what I'm doing, you can always go to the website, philipfletcher.org. You can also get a digital version of this as well as get a hard copy. So remember to be love, kind, generous, and courageous, and now created in freedom. Economic environments. I pay taxes, so much taxes don't make sense. Where do my dollars go? You see, lately, I ain't been convinced. J. Cole. An environment which supports the existence of free markets is an environment which we should applaud. A free market environment, which will have various expressions, has contributed to greater mobility of persons along a journey towards happiness. There is an acknowledgement, the opportunity for two persons to interact with each other with the purpose of exchanging items of value, resulting in the movement of resources and employment has contributed to countless cross-cultural interactions. Free markets have contributed to technological innovations, such as the mobile phone and wireless hotspots, interactive devices such as Siri and Alexa, and customer service innovation in the form of self-checkout, where the system has contributed to multiple societal advantages. It is not without negative and unintended consequences. It is important to establish from the onset capitalism, socialism, and communism can succumb to the detrimental errors of objectification. Objectification in the sense persons who are participating in the specific economy, either through creation or purchase of goods and services, become transactional objects themselves. Human beings who are subjects active participants with psychological, emotional, spiritual, and physical agency face the real possibility of depersonalization 
for the sustainability of the particular economic system. Communism and socialism succumb more quickly to the objectification of human beings by eliminating the importance of private property, deeming it as a societal resource, and repositioning citizens as servants of the state. At the same time, capitalism can succumb to a hubris which objectifies human beings as well. Human beings tend to organize. Humans, by necessity, organize around common goals, purposes, and resources to achieve individual and group desires. When organization and participation are freely agreed upon, the individual members and the group benefit over time. Corporations are one such example of people organizing into a legal entity to offer some form of service to meet an identified need. This corporation will require the labor, ingenuity, and time of people, resulting in a service which will benefit others. Additionally, the people required to conduct labor freely engage in a transactional relationship with the corporation. The freely participating person is supposed to benefit by applying his or her intellect, skill, and creativity towards the production of the service. At the same time, the corporation agrees through a contract to compensate freely participating individuals for services rendered. A free market environment supports the human dignity of individuals and supports the freedom of individuals to interact and exchange with each other to satisfy individual self-interest, cultivating an environment of prosperity over time. The subtle lure of success and increased profit margins can create a hubris resulting in objectification, sometimes through intentionality, but more so by implicit execution of policies, procedures, and influence. Businesses can create an organizational culture and climate which can marginalize workers and create situations of steady decline towards objectification. America is not immune to massive consolidation of wealth through income for certain groups of people. We must acknowledge some corporations make significant economic gains at the expense of others through powerful lobbies, infusion of income through tax policy, corporate welfare initiatives, and most importantly, workers within corporations. History has demonstrated it only requires the appropriate level of communication, discontent, and protest to bring awareness to such realities. The free market, without the minimum societal guidelines, can ultimately become a system which turns on its society, consuming the people it vitally depends on for its own viability. In the end, we must evaluate ourselves and determine which environment creates the greatest opportunity for human freedom while minimizing the possible consequences of objectifying people. Historically, the economic system of communism has demonstrated the tendency towards the diminishment of private property and the death of human beings. Socialism, which has manifested in a variety of forms historically and currently has contributed to the maladies of human flourishing, attempting to secure the elusive dream of equality through collective or government ownership of 
the production of goods and services. Our current climate has produced a growing intensity and advocacy for a wider expression of democratic socialism because many have felt left behind by the current economic system. We are facing the possibility of seeing the state not only maintain a monopoly on education, but healthcare, labor, and income distribution as well. If the free market does not advance a moral and ethical case for its existence, another system will be desired. In the scope of human history, economic systems have moved from the consolidation of resources in the hands of a few, such as monarchies and feudal lords, into the hands of multiple people with no regard of distinction. Take into consideration the Hebraic literature of the Old Testament, and what we read is amazing. The first persons who began with nothing, have some animal skin, produce offspring which built cities, pyramids, and temple structures. A literature which begins with persons having no material goods offers evidence of civilizations accessing the surrounding resources to support families and societies. There was something occurring within these ancient Near Eastern groups, which eventually spread east and west, producing people accumulating some level of economic prosperity. History cannot allow us to ignore military conquest, plagues, and alliances which shifted economic prowess and access to resources. We cannot ignore the differential in access, development, and distribution of philosophical, scientific, and religious knowledge which influences societies and how they respond to the existing environment. History offers us instruction, presenting a curriculum with information for our present day about human behavior in relationship to economics. Human beings, influenced by a number of factors, respond differently and therefore contribute to a variety of economic outcomes. What history offers are persons who have growing opportunities within the societies of the world to access resources and participate in some form of economic situation, creating more cross-cultural interactions, leading to greater access of knowledge and personal improvement. The Roman Empire connected the known world of the Mediterranean, the ancient Near East, and what is modern Britain. In this growing infrastructure project, Diverse ethnic groups could move to areas once obstructed by terrain. In these new accessible areas, new resources became accessible, offering new opportunities for merchant travelers and new customers. New resources and opportunities not only benefited a particular tribe or regional group. These opportunities also increased benefits for females. Admittedly, the early world history demonstrates male dominance Yet there is evidence of women who possess the economic prosperity to extend, influence, and create opportunities for others. The New Testament Christian scriptures record the story of Lydia, who was instrumental in the missionary support of the Apostle Paul in Philippi. Important to this discussion was she functioned as an entrepreneur, selling, quote, purple goods, close quote, in Acts chapter 16, maintaining both a professional and household situation, inferring the possession of a level of wealth.
As more persons experience opportunities to freely engage within an economic system with very little obstruction, such persons have the opportunity to flourish. Where we are currently existing in our societal life is the growth of more economic restrictions. The lessons of history inform our society on the reality of trade-offs between persons who desire to exercise creativity in combination with skill to meet a particular societal need and those who desire to implement restrictions with the goal of influencing outcomes within the same society. Our concerns should consider the free state of persons and how such freedoms can be actualized within an economic system which supports an environment of maximum creativity, productivity, and exchange. In addition, we must consider the outcomes of such environments necessitating a difference. Again, an economic system which seeks to mitigate and lessen differences in outcomes requires a trade-off in the arena of freedom. Herein lies a tug of war within the human experience. How much can a society tolerate regarding differences between individuals which are products of human freedom, desire, skill, and other factors outside of human control? Hey, if you found something of value, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find us on Twitter at Philip Fletcher. And as always, visit us on the website philipfletcher.org.